ladies, and what's going on? Welcome back to another goddamn episode of the Arsenio Buck Show. Oh my god, first and foremost, I want to just point something out really, uh, really interestingly. Uh, there was a troll, a troll comment. Now, YouTube, I don't really care so much about YouTube because, again, YouTube allows just the most ridiculous and obscene amounts of trolls on there. They do nothing about it. I don't give a damn how many people watch YouTube. You should not allow people to, you know, just uh, be able to post ridiculous ass comments. But, you know, it's so funny. Um, I had uploaded a video, and it normally uploads right off the back, and I was talking about Robert Kiyosaki. just saw the information. Trump fool. Like, it was Donald Trump making an angry face, but he looked like Shrek. So I went to the profile. He had 67 subscribers, and they were all Shrek videos. And it's funny. He's like, what What did he say? He said, bro, you should try something else, really, or something ridiculous. I was like, yeah, okay. Th- yeah, thanks, Shrek. Let me try something else, because you said I should try something else. These, bu- these motherfucking, cu- these trolls, like... It's so bizarre. So what do I do? I never respond. Okay, the only time I got... That was the first time I got an ignorant comment like that in a long time. The other comments that happened probably late last year, maybe in November, December. I can't remember. It had to be December. They happened because I was commenting on some garbage Laker NBA videos. And then all these ridiculous Los Angeles homers ended up running to me and acting all ridiculously stupid. So, yeah, uh, this doesn't happen often. I don't get intellectual type of comments. Uh, You know, people who are, like, stating some kind of argument whatsoever. It's just weird, poor grammar losers. Yeah, it's kind of odd. So... Anyways, guys, uh, yeah, YouTubers are, or, or people on YouTube, uh, yeah, let me listen to uh, Green Green Donald Trump, Shrekky Donald Trump, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm gonna listen to some fat troll that lives in a town size of like 50 people, thank you very much for your input, oh my god, anyway, so that, I thought that was bizarre, so, uh, yeah, but anyway, guys, I'm gonna focus on something, I, I really wanna talk about this because... We got to look at it in perspective. Remember towards the end of March last year? I was freaking out. I was making all these videos and I was like, man, you know, I want to be outside. I want to be able to go teach and go over here, go over there, man. I just miss going around. And of course, it was because my body was going through those withdrawals. And I was like, let me take a step back. Because after about a week, I felt so much better. And a lot of you are like, well, why after a week? It's because my body was in a, in, it, it was in an uncomfortable, uncomfortable state because the high it would get from, I don't know, judging people or being on the train or doing this and doing that, it was no more because the entire, you know, the whole place had shut down. So then I was stuck and, you know, I was confined to my home for about two to three weeks until finally I got some work and I was able to venture outside for about a good nine days to the other, well, you know, to a place that I normally go to. Um, which was fantastic. Now, again, we still have two more months left. So depending on if they open gyms back up or do this or do that, I have no idea what I'm going to do going forward. But nonetheless, I just want to put this into perspective because I believe that this had to happen to me. It's not about the COVID situation because COVID's just like a flu. I don't care about any of this. I can't control any of what's going on around the world. And luckily, everything has already died down. Uh, because obviously there aren't many other, uh, unless you're in a country where there's nothing being done like America, you guys might have COVID for the next three, four months because nothing's being done to stop it. Uh, but you know, Thailand, we only have under 300 cases now, 
You know, I was looking at a couple of other countries. They had already recovered. I was just amazed. A lot of great things are happening. A lot of people are taking the initiative to, you know, to combat this. But it's kind of like combating the flu. You're going to lose the battle no matter what for the next 100 years. And if you're going to overreact like this for the next 100 years, okay. You know, again, yes, I understand the fatality rate's much higher. You know, only 2 million versus 44 million people who get infected by the flu and only 200,000 of them die. And there are only 2 million that are affected and, you know, this many die. I understand that. But if you look at the figures, if we look at the figures, America, Spain, and the top six countries, they have the majority of the fatalities in the world. I'm just trying to point that. I just need to point that out, okay? If we list the, uh, the top ten, that's probably about 93% of all fatalities in the world is from the top ten or top 15. The rest of the countries, they barely have like maybe two percentage points of that because they know how to stop things, because they know how to battle it. And Asia knows how to battle it best because the past. But nonetheless, looking at this, I'm going to look back and say, some people are going to say, look back and say, oh my God, 2020 was the worst year of my life. I'm going to say 2020 was the best year of my life. People are going to say, COVID, oh my God, this was the worst situation ever. I'm going to say that was the best situation ever for me. COVID had to happen for me to change my mindset. There's no way that I would have been able to go through this entire coaching program and do these amazing collaborations with Mira if it wasn't. For COVID to take a step in and to throw me off the trajectory, off my trajectory of what I normally do on a regular basis, it wouldn't have happened if COVID didn't come in and just just stomp the shit out of the entire world. So in saying that, you know, I was listening to the podcast. Oh, my God. It'd be like 4 p.m., 5 p.m. I'm still freaking out and stuff. I'm like, man, I really want to go outside. I want to go to work and this and that, you know, towards the end of March. I would listen to different podcasts, and then luckily Pat Flynn ended up starting up, you know, his little uh, daily routine that I would tune in, and Brendan Burchard, uh, Brendan Burchard, is that Brendan Burchard? Yeah, and so many other people I would just tune in, because I'm like, well, this is going to help me with what's going on right now, but of course, at the beginning of April, everything had changed, because my body got used to being here at home, and so I'm really excited now, because I had to change that mindset. I look women in their eyes all the time. Guys, if you go back to my victim language, one, two, especially three years ago. Remember I told you that, you know, when I walk by Thai women, they hold their purses or their noses, stuff like that. Well, do you think that happens now after my transformation, after changing and rewiring my subconscious mind? No. They look me dead in the eye. They smile. It's crazy. What I saw them doing was a direct reflection of how I felt inside. Being able to experience everything I have with the inner conflict therapy and especially destroying those negative beliefs and the limiting beliefs, I am completely free right this moment. I have no problems. There is no confined. I'm not being confined to one area, one thing, or anything like that. I am literally afloat. And guys, I mean, right after that transformation program, there's a guy from Uzbekistan who got in contact with me. Now, did it work? No, but he got in contact with me still. It was another girl from Vietnam who was interested in taking my course. Did she follow through? No. There was Kim Kim who came along all of a sudden, which is really weird because we really don't have conversations often anymore because after her coming back from Singapore, all that stuff, and she's like, oh, I need to take an IELTS course. And I'm like, oh, my God, if I could make this sale, that would be amazing. Now, did it work as of today? Well, as of today is like literally two weeks before you guys hear this. So I'm going to say no. 
Uh, but the fact is that everything began coming shortly after that and throughout the entire, the, the entire week. Remember, I told you about Kim Kim. Kim Kim happened, and an hour later, the ladies who I, uh, you know, I was doing the, not doing the project with at that time, they were like, hey, we have a student. I'm like, oh, my God, awesome. And then they're like, hey, can you come in tomorrow early? I'm like, yeah, what's up? She's like, we want you to do an online course. I said, hell, yeah. Me, I'm like, okay, well, that's really going to help the salary. Remember, I told you about the whole goal setting thing just recently. So when I said, you know what? Let me hurry up and get in here, see what they want. And then we started going over the price. And they're like, dude, we'll give you a salary every month. I said, thank you so much. Because my job right now, they ain't doing, they're doing fuck all. Right? So fuck all means absolutely nothing. Okay? Uh, In British English or Australian? I can't remember. But anyways... We started going over things. They're like, okay, we got to do this. We need to start figuring out the video course. You have to do some run-throughs. You got to come up with the templates. You got to f- uh, figure out the audios. You have to do all of these things. I'm like, cool. I said, I could dedicate two hours to you every day. They're like, okay. Got paid for those two hours every day. I said, oh, my God, this is so cool. I'm like, God damn, this is fantastic. And then all of a sudden at my main job, the main guy, he or somebody created a group and put us seven teachers in there. And I'm like, okay, something's up. And then he created another group with a whole bunch of people. You know what's so funny? I'm going to tell you about that story too before I, just, before I get off. Um, but he created a group with about 60, 65 people. And we all got on to a chat because it was about the online class. I said, finally, you're going online. So here I am at about 1.30. I forgot what the – yeah, it was about 1.30 p.m. Uh, just last week or something like that. It had to be last week or two weeks ago. It's something like that. Uh, let's just – what was it? Like April April 23rd, April 22nd? And he came in, the main boss, all upbeat, positive as hell. I said, this is a winner. This is a natural-born fucking winner because people right now, language centers, as you guys have heard on so many other podcasts, they have fallen the fuck off the face of the earth. That's it, man. That's it. They're losing. But he's like, hey, just to let you guys know, the Ministry of Education said no uh, no schools, and that's including us. So that means we're not going to be able to open our doors until July 1st. And I'm like, oh, my God. If he had told me that at the beginning of April, I would have had a fit. I would have lost everything. Because, again, at the beginning of April, I didn't know what was happening. But I kept telling myself, Arsenio, right after this coaching – you know, the 13th, the 14th, the 15th, what would be the Songkran holiday? You're going to write down your goals. Hey, okay, you're going to make 45,000 baht this month. You're going to make 45,000 baht this month. You're going to make 45,000 baht this month. That's basically $1,500 between April 13th and between April 30th. Without having a job, without anything, you're going to hustle. You're going to do your thing. I believe in you, Arsenio. I believe in you. And I'm like, okay, okay, calm down, calm down. It's going to be good. And so, you know... You know, right now, as of what, the 26th, you guys are listening to this in May already, but as of the 26th, I've already made about 70% of that. Guys, I wasn't even supposed to, I was only supposed to make um, less than $100 this month. But because these women came through and then they offered me this project and now I'm having these private inquiries come everywhere, just like that. I maintained that positive mental attitude because after being coach, I said, Arsenio, you're going to be good. And so after that day, remember, like, it was uh, in March of last year. I was uh, teaching a sales student. And, you know, well, she, you know, she lived out there. Man, she lives at the most expensive condominium in Thailand. She has multiple businesses. She's rich. She has her own private driver. 
I'm over here teaching her, and you know, we're I'm learn teaching with her online, and then the government announced the restrictions, and then she just literally fell off the face of the planet. It was probably like a month ago, literally a month ago already. Um, and she's like, hey, I'll let you know when I can learn again. I'm like, see, she doesn't have that push. There's no why behind why she wants to learn English. There is no why. And this is why so many people quit so easily. Quitters, man. People are more driven by the money than they are the development. I'm going to say that again. People are more driven by the money than they are the development. And this is how people quit so quickly. So I remember I was like, okay, it's going to be good because she's going to come back. And, you know, this other class on Wednesday night, they're going to come back. None of them came back. And this was before the coaching. I was like, oh, my God, I don't know what's going to happen. Okay, uh, uh, you know, I'm over here talking to my friend. I'm like, hey, listen, worst case scenario, this and that. Of course, I'm good with the savings, but this, but that, this. I'm trying to, like, you know, formulate everything. And at the same time, I'm like, Arsenio, calm down. It's going to be good right after that coaching. And so... After that, of course, it was like, I think, April 23rd or April 24th. I finally get into a class. There was like a teacher for 20 minutes, uh, another teacher for 20 minutes, me for 20 minutes. It was a company that the place with the, you know, the rich girl that lives at the most expensive condo, along with another class I had on Wednesday evening. They didn't go online yet. I don't know why, but it's the same company. And they're like, hey, we got this company. We'd like you to teach presentations. And I'm like, "Okay, deal. So I go on there, seven awesome students, they're all at home, I'm teaching them, it was a 20 minute introduction, and he's like, okay, we'll let you know, and I'm like, what's the opportunity to be actually teaching them, oh, 90%, and I'm like, oh, nothing's guaranteed, but Arsenio, just keep doing your thing, just keep doing your thing, because you know on a number of occasions, this, this company right here has failed to meet everything, all expectations, so I never raise my expectations, just like with Kim Kim. She came around, sent me a message real quick. Hey, I need to study IELTS for university. I'm like, oh my God, this could be a huge sale. And guess what? She's been gone for three weeks. So none of that, it doesn't take me off my why, my vision, everything that I know I must do. The follow-up is very important. That's one thing you got to take away from this podcast. So with the power of goal setting, me writing down my goals all the time, the meditation and the constant, you know, vibrational this and do this. Man, there are so many things that I put to good use now. And so, of course, after that conversation, you know, not only with that company and them and he's like, oh, 90 percent. I'm like, OK, so I just send it out there into the universe. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It's only seven classes. OK, only seven classes. But again, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. So then finally. My job came back, right? And my job came back and they're like, hey, so what we're going to do is we set your lineup, um, well, your Zoom, you're going to have a Zoom, we have all the schedule, we have this, we have that. They put everything online. It's fucking amazing what they've done. And I'm like, dude, that is so awesome. I'm so excited about this. And he's like, okay, so we're only going to put private students right now. We'll put classes later. I'm like, okay, well what class do I have? I think I only have like one class and they're like little kids and oh my God, it would be chaos with them. So I'm like, okay, no problem. And so one girl comes on. Okay. She's going to learn every day. I said, there we go. This is going to be good. Now, of course I got the figures going up in my head and I'm like, okay, well, it's going to be a really, it's going to be a pretty solid month in terms of my salary. How the fuck did I manage this? The only reason why I was stressing about the salary before it's not because obviously rent and power is because I got a $1,000 uh, 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 well, what is it? Visa fee that's coming up June 20th. Now, that's already covered. And just doing this month, I've already covered that. 
because of course nothing came out of pocket this month. You know, my friend was helping me. She's like, hey, don't worry, man. I got gonna, I make food every morning for, you know, my meals and stuff. I'm going to go drop this off to you. I said, really? I said, oh, my God, thank you so much. A little cut-up mango, cut-up cucumbers, something called lamu. It's kind of like some spicy uh, pork salad along with um, some vegetables that I actually grow on my uh, balcony. And then I have lunch. And, oh, my God, it's just the works. It's amazing. Delicious food literally every day. She was helping me. She was helping me keep my sanity. So big shout-out to her. Two to three pizza dinners on me once they open up alcohol sales again. Because, again, they banned alcohol from the country for three weeks. Can you imagine that? If they shut down all alcohol in America, there would be explosions and killings everywhere. So, anyways, in saying that, One of the guys, he's like, yeah, I'm actually out here. And I said, are you going to be going to Laos? He said, no, everything's been shut down. I'm working from home now. And I was like, oh, and then I, I was telling him about the situation, one of the guys that I actually teach. And he's like, hey, can I just pay directly through you rather than them? Now, of course, luckily, I'm fortunate enough that nobody listens to this podcast from other, from other parts of Bangkok. But then I'm like, whoa, okay, this is going to be really good because now – that's a that's a fine one thousand minimum right there, and that could be up to and, and another one of the guys who I'm gonna be teaching on Saturdays. He's gonna come on board too. He's like, man, I could just pay directly through you. And I'm like, oh my god. Then another student who I was teaching in England, he was like, hey, what do you teach online? I said, I teach this. He said, I'll let you know. I said, oh my god. Another girl came back. She's like, hey, how you doing? She she learned with me for almost two hundred hours. She pays directly through me. Guys, we're talking seven to ten thousand dollars right there, literally. Guys, it's not so much about the creativity; it's about me not coming from a place of doubt, of fear, of not enoughness. It's not because yes, I know I got skill sets. There are people from Kazakhstan, China, Brazil, France tuning into my ESL podcast. I'm fortunate. I'm grateful. So so grateful. I have skill sets. I have things that. Maybe 99% of the population on the planet don't have. People aren't doing what I am doing. You don't have coaches online who are putting out an insane number of an insane number of content out there. It's because I, or insane amount of the content, whatever you want to call it. Insane amount of content. There we go. Oh, God, I'm correcting myself with these quantifiers. Okay, do you understand what I'm saying? So, me, I had to transform Get all that subconscious out because guess what? Do you think this would have happened with my same mindset before all this happened? My my mindset from last month all the way to the beginning of Thailand, 2013 of May? No way. There are foreign teachers living in fear right now because they're not sure at these government schools. Oh my God, they're not going to pay me. Oh my God, my visa. Oh my God, this. Oh my God, that. I can't leave the country. Oh my God, they closed all the borders. I don't know what to do. I need to contact my embassy. I don't have any more money. These people are living in a place of fear. I'm fortunate. I was talking to a guy from Ghana who I'm, who I'm probably or have already possibly brought on to my ESL podcast. Um, and me and him were two of the first, you know, two of the main teachers uh, at this specific uh, school. And we have both the visas and the work permit. And I told him, I said, dude, how lucky are we? I said, Thailand has probably lost about 60% of their workforce. He said, man, we're blessed. I said, my goodness, everything had to happen the way it did. I had to get my visa on that specific month so that I can be safe. 
from the craziness that is happening right now. Everything had to go the way it did for me to be in the prime position of achieving absolute greatness the way I am right now. That's all there is to it. So, in saying that, it was so funny to top this off. I'm going to go back to that story with all those motherfuckers in that same room. So, again, I told you that there are a lot of weird people that I've seen at some of these language centers. Some, some of these white old teachers. Again, they're, all, they're not really teachers, okay? They just come here because they're on, like, they, they buy a woman, okay? They hurry up, buy a house, and they're living on a retirement visa, all that crazy shit, right? Um, so they're not really teachers. I'm not knocking their hustle, but do what you got to do. But I know some of them are iffy. I know some of them are pedophiles. I know some of them are sex offenders. Um, you've heard the stories. You could look them up online if you want to, if that's your thing. Um, but it's funny because we're in this group. The group that, you know, we got into with the manager and everything. I'm like, dude, these guys are bitching at each other. I said, guys, don't you know that the fucking guy of the main guy of the school is in this group, bro? He's in here. This group, he's watching everything you say. And you're just saying dumb shit, controversial shit? I remember the group started off with about 64 people. And it was all about just putting the link in the room so you could get your classes. And then the women at these respective uh, language centers, because there's like six umbrella branches, they would end up sending you all your details. And so some people just went in there, then they hurry up and left. And I'm like, okay, cool. That's what I like. Because, again, with these older white men, the men over age of 50 living in this country, they're terrifying to me. I know that they are here on condition. Some of them, oh my god, if I told you, you guys probably already heard some of those stories. The shit is sick, what happens in these borders with some of these fuckers that come here. So it's good that a lot of this toxicity has been kept out of the country for X amount of time. But, you know, one one was saying something about lockdown, and the other guy was like, Ba 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 ba. Don't bring that in here. Go tell your Facebook friends that. And I'm like, oh my God, did he literally just say that in a group with 60 other people? Fucker's name was Bob, and this guy has bifocals. You know, those big, big, wide motherfucking eye, the glasses and everything. Like his eyes are so big, like magnifying glasses. Those are the people you really got to be, you got to keep an extra eye on because I know that he's here for all the wrong reasons. I'm not saying he's a pedophile, but I'm saying he's here for all the wrong reasons. But he's over here saying these things. And I'm like, dude, the boss is in this room. And I remember I was like, oh, my gosh, should I leave this? Should I leave this group? And I think some people had already left. So I started talking to my boy, Luke, Aussie guy that I'm actually speaking to on a regular basis. And I'm like, Luke, do you see what's going on in that room? He's like, dude, they're just a bunch of old hags just fucking. We call them Manute Lung. Okay, so basically this is a grumpy old ass man. You could see them. I don't know. I don't. I can't remember America so much, but it's kind of like that lady that just complains and bitches about everything. You know what I mean? Like you got them, I guess. I'm, but not as much as Thailand. So you got the women and the men here. A minute loon, an older man that bitches about everything. So again, diapers haven't been changed. Whatever you want to call it. So this man, they're bitching at each other, and I'm like, oh my god. I get off. I watch a movie, Gravity. I come back on. I got a hundred messages in there. Of course, it's not directed towards me, but it's in the group. And so I messaged Luke and I messaged the other lady at the branch that I normally work at. I said, do you see what's going on in there? She said, oh, my God, I'm so bored of it. I said, I I went to Luke. I said, Luke, has anyone left that group? He said, yeah, I've seen some people leave. I said, are you sure? He said, yeah. 
I said, I'm leaving. You going to follow me? Yeah. Went in there. Boom. Left. Luke. Boom. Left. He sent me a message. Done. I went back to the group and the girl, Yui, who I work with at one of the branches, she was cracking up. She's like, when you left, Luke left. I was like, yeah, because I told Luke, if I leave, he got to leave too. Dude, we had a fucking laugh beyond belief. Can you imagine? Like, oh man, we must be bitching a lot because two of the teachers just left. Two of the youngest teachers. Yeah, man. Um, I'm way higher on a high... My conscious scale is fucking crazily high. I don't need cancer around me. I don't need parasitic scum. That's my that's my beautiful phrase now. I love it. Okay? Not a phrase, but more like a you know, what is it? A noun phrase, right? Parasitic. Well, it's like adjective phrase, whatever you want to call it. Compound adjective? Who cares? Um parasitic scum. I don't need to be around that garbage. You got to surround yourself with greatness. I'm not going to wake up in the morning and see 40 messages with men who can't even write correct grammar. These fuckers are getting your and your Y-O-U-R, Y-O-U-R and you are. They're getting it mixed up. And I understand people make mistakes. But what makes what made me angry in the past was the fact that these fuckers would get jobs over me because the color of their skin. But now I don't operate from that mindset, that broken paradigm anymore. I've already done away with it. And because I've done away with it, now I got folks from Bolivia coming on to my Facebook. It's just amazing. Zimbabwe, big shout out to you guys. Guys, I'm telling you, man, you got to make a decision. You got to. This has been the greatest month in terms of my mindset and bringing in so much beauty into my life of my life. Not even close. And it's because I said enough is enough. I can't continue being a victim forever. I gotta overcome this. And I did. What have you learned coming out of this situation when it's all said and done? Now, Vietnam, I know you guys are gonna be, you guys are just about finished. Hong Kong, you're just about finished. Taiwan, you're just about finished. A lot of Asian countries are just about finished, except Singapore, except Japan. Korea, you're all good. Europe, I know you Europeans, you hang tight out there. America, you guys got at least another four months possibly because you guys are still getting 40000 a day. Um, and it's just going gonna, it's, it's gonna to go up to at least $1.5 to $2.5 million too. But nonetheless, what have you learned during this time frame? Were you just sitting there watching fucking reruns all the time? What have you learned during COVID? That is the title of this podcast. So guys, stay tuned for more. Over and out.